Shalom and welcome to the Union of Messianic Jewish Congregations weekly Torah commentary series. I'm Rabbi Russ Resnick and this week we are discussing Parashat Vayikra, which begins at Leviticus 1.1. God calls across the divide. God does a lot of speaking in the Torah, both in visions and dreams and in, in an audible voice as well. The Lord, Hashem, speaks so often that we might miss some revealing distinctions in how he speaks. And these distinctions have a lesson for us as we seek to hear and draw near to God amidst the noisy and chaotic days we're living in. Normally, when God speaks to Moses, the Torah implies the Hebrew term amar, or davar. Vayomer Adonai, and the Lord spoke, is a common formula throughout the Torah. But this week's parashah, Vayikra, opens with a word used to describe God speaking to Moses at only three points in the story. The first Vayikra comes at the burning bush. Moses is in the wilderness tending the flock of his father-in-law Yitro when he sees a bush burning without being consumed by the fire. He turns aside from the flock to observe it more closely. Adonai saw that he turned aside to see and God called out to him, Vayikra elav Elohim, from the midst of the bush, and said, Moses, Moses. And he replied, Hineni, here I am. That's in uh, Exodus 3. The second Vayikra appears twice at Mount Sinai. As soon as Israel arrived at the mount mountain, Moses went up to God, and Adonai called to him, Vayikra elav, from the mountain in Exodus 19. And again, after Hashem speaks the ten words and the first series of instructions to Moses and the people, uh, and they agree to obey him, Moses goes back up the mountain to receive the stone tablets. Moses ascended the mountain, and the, and the cloud covered the mountain. The glory of Adonai rested upon Mount Sinai, and the cloud covered it for six days. And he called to Moses, Vayikrael Moshe, on the seventh day from the midst of the cloud. We're in Exodus 24, 15, 16. There are two Vayikras, two callings at Mount Sinai, but the circumstances around them are nearly the same. The third Vayikra comes here at the beginning of our parasha. To understand it properly, we need to hear Vayikra Leviticus as a continuation of the story of Exodus. Exodus concludes with the tabernacle, or tent of meeting, in place, erected according to the instructions that God gave to Moses. And then God's presence so filled the tent of meeting that Moses was not able to go in, and he called to Moses, and Hashem spoke to him from the tent of meeting, the opening words of Vayikra. Midrash Rabbah at Vayikra 1.7 likewise connects the opening of Leviticus with the conclusion of Exodus. It notes that every section describing the building of the tabernacle concludes with the words, even as the Lord commanded Moses. And it goes on to say, this may be compared to the case of a king who commanded his servant, saying to him, build me a palace. On everything he built, he wrote the name of the king. After some time, the king entered the palace, 
and on, and on everything he saw, he found his name written. Said he, All this honor has my servant done me, and I am within, whilst he is without. Call him that he may come right in. So too, when the Holy One, blessed be he, said to Moses, Make me a tabernacle, Moses wrote on everything he made, even as the Lord commanded Moses. Said the Holy One, blessed be he, Moses has done me all this honor, and I am within, while he, he is without. Call him that he may enter the innermost part of the tabernacle. Therefore it is said, Vayikra, and the Lord called unto Moses. Whether because of Moses' faithful service or simply out of his own generosity, God desires to bring Moses near. He calls across the distance that separates them, the distance of his otherness and awe. The glory cloud keeps Moses at a distance. The voice of Hashem calls him near. The Midrash captures the intimacy and generosity of God's summons. This same dynamic is at work in the other two instances of Vayikra. At the burning bush, God appears to Moses as transcendent and awe-inspiring. The fire of God keeps him at a distance, but the voice of God calls to him across the distance. This is holy ground, but God calls Moses into dialogue with the Almighty. Likewise at Sinai, the appearance is awesome, the glory cloud covers the mountain and no one can approach. But the voice of God calls Moses to come near and gives him the instructions that will guide Israel from then on. God calls to Moses across the distance of his holiness. He cannot diminish the impact of his holiness, but he still seeks to bring humanity near. Here is a remedy to our tendency to reduce the divine to our own terms to produce a user-friendly God. The God of Israel will always transcend our understanding, will always be other to our mortal souls. But he has called to us across that divide. Spiritual growth means learning to recognize God's transcendence, as well as learning to hear his call across the divide. This divine intention is evident in the first words that Hashem speaks to Moses after he calls him. He says, Speak to the children of Israel and say to them, When a man among you brings an offering to Adonai, you shall bring your offering of the livestock, of the herd, and of the flock. The word for offering is korban, from the root karav, meaning to come or be near. Through the offering, the children of Israel can come near to God, even though his holiness would keep them at a distance. Indeed, the root karav appears twice in this one verse, Leviticus 1-2, for it also forms the verb translated as bring. Literally, then, our verse says, when a man among you brings near a near offering, God calls to Moses across the distance of his holiness, and gives him instructions on how one can draw near to the holy. The offering itself bridges the distance between man and God, for it is korban, that which comes near, and a man must come near to present it. Worship is the goal of the exodus from Egypt. Why then, why then does the Torah seem to make worship so difficult in the book of Leviticus? Surely it is our understanding that is at fault. The rules of offering 
do not make worship more difficult, rather they make it possible. There is a vast gulf between man and God. God calls to man, or his representative Moses, across that gulf to provide a way for man to worship him. How different is this understanding of the sacrificial system of Leviticus from typical modern views? We tend to see the elaborate requirements and regulations of sacrifice as creating an unnecessary distance between man and God. In our enlightened times, we like to emphasize the accessibility of the divine. After all, God is everywhere, and we imagine we can always draw near to him. Hence, we see the pillar, excuse me, the altar and priesthood as impediments, relics of a bygone era. But in the context of Torah, altar and priesthood are precisely the opposite. True, God is everywhere, but his holiness keeps us at a distance. The Levitical system is given not to impose or maintain the distance, but to bring us near. This perspective inevitably alters our view of our current spiritual condition. If altar and priesthood served not to create a barrier between man and God, but to bridge the divide, what bridges that divide now that they have passed away? What or who will bring us near to the holy God? This is Rabbi Russ Resnick signing off and wishing you Shabbat Shalom. For more commentaries like this one, visit umjc.org slash commentaries.